Gaslighting at Work by Edward Iftady in the startup. Lessons from the hashtag MeToo movement. Gaslight, manipulate, someone, by psychological means into doubting their own sanity. Why gaslighting is so effective. Why people gaslight others. Combating gaslighting in the office, and the possible ugly consequences. How the hashtag MeToo movement has shown us the cost of remaining silent and the power of saying, Me too. No matter what you do, you seem to always be wrong. No matter what you say, you always end up being the monster. No matter how hard you try to make a positive impact at work, you always end up doing a terrible job. No, go home now. No, you have to stay to finish this project. No, I didn't tell you to do it that way. No, you did it all wrong. No, I didn't say that. If this in any way sounds familiar, you might be a victim of gaslighting. What does gaslighting look like in the real world? I'm a Canadian and I have no political agenda writing this article, but as a perfect example of how a master of gaslighting others operates, think of Donald Trump, the system is rigged, unless I win. My political opponents refuse to negotiate, when in fact I refuse to meet opponents at the negotiation table. Mexicans are rapists, when I have so many credible sexual harassment allegations against me. Not everyone is so adept at gaslighting as Donald Trump, but he is a classic example of what gaslighting looks like. Muddy the waters with unrelated statistics, misdirect with irrelevant answers to accusations, accuse others of the exact thing you are in fact guilty of and change the subject or attack when credible charges are leveled at you. Hey, what about Bill Clinton? Now that guy really abused women. Russia is a ruse. Why isn't anyone looking into Hillary Clinton and Uranium One? Why gaslighting is so effective? First, a gaslighting message is direct and simple. He a screw up, comma. She just can't seem to learn. He's not a leader, she's not a good fit for the team. These direct statements work on our brain's natural tendency to believe simple messages. According to the experts, this is referred to as cognitive fluency. Essentially, the easier it is for your brain to understand a message, the more true it sounds. Sadly, the simplicity of the message often overrides logic. Someone good at gaslighting doesn't bother using logic at all. It's simply not as effective as having a very direct, simple lie. If no one bothers to challenge the lie or confirm the truth, a simple lie told over and over will easily override a true, but complex logical argument. Giffy. Second, gaslighting relies on the good manners and kindness of victims for the technique to work. People who like to victimize their colleagues count on their victims never fighting back. People who victimize others are counting on the fact that most decent people don't want an issue to escalate into something highly emotional, embarrassing, and tactless. Those disgusting people who like to terrorize others in the workplace rely on the fact no one will call them on their misdirection, false accusations, omissions, and outright lies. People who gaslight others are completely prepared to take the risk of embarrassing themselves publicly if they believe it means they can manipulate a situation in their favor. Why people gaslight others? They do it because they are losers. They do it because they are selfish. They do it because they are lazy. It's just so much easier to get others to do your work. It's so much easier to steal the accomplishments of others. It's so much easier to tear someone else down than it is to build up your own reputation. How can you confirm you're not crazy and how do you handle someone who is gaslighting you? I think the best example of how to handle someone victimizing you is to look at the James Comey incident. According to his testimony before Congress, 
Comey realized after speaking privately with Trump, that he was dealing with a dangerous liar. After leaving the meeting, he immediately made notes about what was said, including direct quotes. These notes ended up being used as a justification, in addition to Trump firing Comey, to start an independent investigation of the Trump campaign's connections to Russia. Step 1. Start documenting to confirm the truth. Not meeting expectations of your supervisor is not gaslighting. Please see my article, Overworked and Stressed Out, Strategies for Coping at Work to Deal with This Issue. What you're looking for is repeated attempts to deceive. If you feel like you're constantly being corrected, ridiculed and torn down by a colleague at work, it's critical to determine if this is a communication problem or a gaslighting problem. Start documenting everything. Make a habit of writing down your accomplishments each day. Keep every email. Make notes of conversations. Record meetings on your smartphone, I suggest publicly, not secretly. If someone is trying to gaslight you, they are counting on no one keeping track of the facts. So step one is to keep great notes on everything. It sounds like a lot of work but keeping track of what you've accomplished each day and jotting down notes after every meeting is really critical and really it only takes a few minutes a day to keep good records. You should be doing this to keep track of your accomplishments for performance reviews anyway. So if you're not writing notes after meetings and listing your office accomplishments, you'd better start now. When the charges made by your colleague don't match your notes, emails, and recordings, you can start reassuring yourself that you aren't crazy and in fact, you need to start taking action to get yourself out of the current situation. Step 2. Get breathless. This next step is a lot harder. You've got to start standing up for yourself. This sounds easy but believe me, it's not. Saying to someone who has been victimizing you? No, you're wrong. I have the email to prove you're wrong. Is very stressful and very unnatural for most decent, kind people. In my experience, outing your colleague directly like this usually ends in a showdown that can only be won with complete transparency and honesty and consistently standing up for yourself and others in the office. I can't stress this enough, once outing your colleague as a liar, falling short of complete commitment will end with your reputation torn to shreds and your career in the toilet. Don't underestimate the commitment of your colleague, they won't give up easily. While you are working trying to get your job done, your co-worker has nothing but time to plan your destruction and to undermine your credibility. Remember, the reason your colleague behaves this way is no one has ever called them out. They are used to always getting their way and forcing others to submit to their inappropriate behavior. Virtually everyone who has ever tried to stand up to your colleague in the past eventually gave up. Remember, they have a weak moral standard. They will use tactics you would never consider. There is no bottom to their barrel. You cannot counter your colleague using the same tactics. They are stronger, more immoral and more calculating than you. Stick to your strategy, document everything, call out their bullshit whenever you hear it and broadcast their lies publicly in front of as many witnesses as possible. Some time ago, I watched Katie Turin on The Late Show. Katie is now well known for following Trump's campaign right from the announcement of his candidacy. She said to Stephen Colbert, We shouldn't get so breathless about everything Donald Trump does or says or tweets. Katie couldn't be more wrong. You can't negotiate with someone exhibiting this kind of behavior. You probably won't be able to shame them into behaving reasonably either. Almost certainly, this will be a long, slow, grinding campaign of truth and transparency. Like many well-meaning, decent people, Katie doesn't recognize how calculating Trump is. 
Trump is counting on people to be decent and to call for calm and to try to be rational. Trump has no intention of being decent, calm, reasonable and certainly not rational. Trump knows that when you get tired of the constant fact-checking, the constant clarifications, the embarrassing encounters, the demeaning comments, and threatening tweets, his version of facts will be the only version left standing. Sorry Katie, if you want to have any hope of overcoming someone gaslighting you, being breathless every single time you encounter a lie, a mission, or misdirection is absolutely mandatory. Once you've become the target of this behavior, anything short of a tireless commitment to publicly outing and correcting every attempt at gaslighting guarantees your eventual reputational failure. Sorry Paul, last week you said left. Now you say right. I'll have to double check your assumptions before we proceed. Wait Sarah, last quarter you said we had no money for staff raises but now you want to increase your own bonus by 20%. That makes no sense, staff and shareholders won't stand for this when I make your plan public. John, I'm getting some mixed messages here. I don't understand your policy on overtime hours. I've already met with HR about this issue and they don't understand your policy either because it doesn't match company policy. Can you clarify your reasoning in writing to me and the HR department so there aren't any more misunderstandings? Yes, you have to be blunt, direct and honest. Don't hide consequences or who you've talked to or what you intend to do if the dishonest, victimizing behavior continues. Your goal is difficult but straightforward, clearly demonstrate you aren't going to take any more crap and if the behavior continues, the situation is going to be called out and escalated immediately. In short, you're going to act breathlessly every time you are faced with gaslighting behavior. What the hashtag MeToo movement has taught us. The hashtag MeToo movement has taught us an important lesson, silence is not a solution. Silence guarantees you remain under the thumb of your gaslighting colleague. It also guarantees you will almost certainly have to compromise your own morals at some point just to keep your job, thinks Elma Hayek's confession of being coerced into doing a sex scene by Harvey Weinstein. Think of Sarah Huckabee Sanders or Sean Spicer embarrassing themselves day after day in front of the world. The hashtag MeToo movement has taught us we have to take action when faced with being victimized. I know my solutions sound daunting, maybe impossible. But the hashtag MeToo movement has revealed to us one more important weapon in your quest for justice. If you are being victimized, other people around you are being victimized too. Calling out gaslighting will eventually give others in the office the strength to make their stories public too. As more and more people become aware that they are part of the silent majority being victimized, they too will eventually start speaking up and supporting moral behavior, common sense and common decency. I'm Edward Alexander Iftidi, founder of Edward Alexander Consulting and author of Surviving Work. www.businesscommunicationcoaching.com